0: It all started with an SOS from a counselor at a conference where I was speaking. I just extended an invitation for young men and women who wanted to make a commitment to following Christ. And there were many young people in the counseling room after that. And a, a counselor came back and said, you got to talk to Kelly. She's really hard. Well, I, I went back and sat down with her, and she seemed to really shut down. And after some small talk to try to break the ice, I said, Kelly, why are you here in the counseling room? And she said, I want to know Christ. And I said, well, that's great. Why? And she said because part of me is missing. Well, I showed her some scripture that showed her that it was Christ who was missing from her life, and and I said, sounds to me like you're ready to open your life to Jesus. And then her face turned very, very unexpressive, and she said, if you only knew how many times I've come and prayed and accepted Christ and nothing has ever happened. Well, I was stuck for a moment. What do I do? Uh, Just have her go through it again? It was like always meaningless. It, It didn't work. I said, Lord, if there's something you know and I don't, would you tell me what it is? And then he gave me one question for Kelly, and it made all the difference. It might change everything for you. I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about the one step we miss. So our word for today from the Word of God comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 10. It identifies for us the step we so often miss. Godly sorrow, it says, brings repentance that leads to salvation. Now in that conversation with Kelly, the question I asked her that that broke the logjam was this. I said, Kelly, all those times you've made a commitment to follow Christ, did you ever tell the Lord you're really sorry for your sins, you're sad about your sins, and you're ready to change? She said, no. Oh, Kelly had said yes to Christ a number of times, but she missed the other step, saying no to sin. I explained to her, you can't hold Jesus in one hand and junk in the other. That junk is what he died for. That's the junk that killed him. When you start to name the sins of your life and you start to confess them to the Lord, you finally realize what it is you need a Savior from. And then you go to that cross to be saved from that sin, from your sin. Repentance is so often the missing page in our gospel. In God's word, it says you have to have godly sorrow that leads to repentance, that leads to salvation. There's no real conversion until you repent. Jesus told his disciples to preach repentance and faith. There's no real power in your life if you keep sinning until you let your heart be broken over your sin because of what it did to Jesus, what it took for him to pay for it on the cross. When I told her the steps she'd missed, Tears came to her eyes. She said, I'm so sick of the junk. I want to get away from it. Then confession began. And saving faith, reborn. Could it be that the reality you've been looking for begins with you being sorry for the sins that have broken God's heart and drove his son to the cross? Maybe this could be the day that it really comes together for you. If you say to Jesus, you know, Lord, you were supposed to run my life, I hijacked it, I've been running it, and I know now I have broken your heart. It cost you your life to pay for that rebellion against you, and I turned from the running of my own life. And Jesus, I am now pinning all my hopes on what you did on the cross. When you died on that cross, it was my sin you were dying for. And Jesus, right here and right now, I'm yours. See, repentance isn't some good work you do to get Jesus. No. It's simply realizing that when you turn to him, you are turning your back on the sin he died for. You want to make sure you belong to him? That's what our website is for. Please go there. Anewstory.com. That's a com. Repentance. Could that be the one step you've missed?